This is America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., an initiative of the U.S.-based think tank International Leaders Summit in partnership with Lancer Broadcasting's 2FM radio stations in Michigan and the Midwest and Supertalk Mississippi Media's 12 radio stations in the South. We thank you for joining us on America's Roundtable. I'm Joel Adinsami, your co-host, joined by Natasha Sardorj, economist and co-founder of the International Leaders Summit, and our distinguished guest host, Governor Phil Bryant. America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C. brings together leading voices from business, government, media, technology, and the public policy arena. Subscribe to America's Roundtable on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, and Fireside. Visit iLeadersSummit.org. iLeadersSummit.org. This weekend on America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., we're delighted to welcome special guests and trusted allies, Congressman David Bratt, who served the Commonwealth of Virginia's 7th District from 2014 to 2017. Dr. David Bratt is the Dean of Liberty University School of Business in Lynchburg, Virginia, and also serves on the International Leaders Summit's Executive Advisory Board. As a brilliant economist, he also served as President of the Virginia Association of Economists. And without further ado, we welcome Dr. David Brad. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Congressman Brad. Hey, good morning. Great to be with you, Joe and Natasha. We always appreciate your economic analysis presented in an understandable plain language. Uh, Dave, in its report published on July 1, Congressional Budget Office doubled its forecast for U.S. economic growth in calendar year 2021 from earlier 3.8% or so to 7.4%. CBO said that it expected the federal budget deficit to reach $3 trillion. And that is not taking into account spending for infrastructure and social programs. The U.S. national debt is at $28.5 trillion, which is at the moment around 127% of GDP. The unemployment rate is at 5.9%. Dave, could you kindly interpret the most recent economic data and what would they mean for the average American? Yeah, well, ordinarily, if you went through a, you know, a tragic situation like this COVID deal and you shut down your whole economy, and if you had a free market system with good ethical people running your government uh, and the economy, you'd say, wow, we're in you know, a tough bind, but uh, the Americans have the you know, work ethic and uh, we're going to get through it and uh, we trust our system. Unfortunately, that's no longer the case. So it, it doesn't do any good to talk over the last few years like we have the, an old free market economy. So right now, we have all the terrible statistics you just read off, and we basically have a one percenter economy. Uh, our big six tech firms in this country are bigger than all European firms combined, not just their tech firms, right? So all those statistics you gave are kind of aggregate statistics. That's a nightmare. Uh, the growth is up, but when you grow from a tiny number, of course, the growth rate looks good. But the question is, who's growing? And it's not the American people. It's the elites. It's those tech firms are going through the roof, right? Every day, the market's got clearly got a bubble, right? We've got you know, $10 trillion in additional fiscal stimulus over the last few years. And now we've got about $7 trillion on the Federal Reserve balance sheet in sugar-high money, right, creating printing money off the printing press. The most troubling aspect of all those statistics you read off is that we're, we're not a free market system anymore. We're basically statist capitalism where the state now is growing and growing and growing and running things disastrously. 
the Fortune 500 is woke and following that model. And uh, the left wants uh, just big firms because they can control them with uh, all of this woke cultural nonsense. And the COVID damaged terribly the American middle class. Uh, but there doesn't seem to be any concern for the middle class because like, that's, that's where the markets would be. And they can't control, uh, you know, 300 million people as easily as, as controlling a few huge firms. So uh, the statistics are terrible. But even if they're not, even if they weren't, it's still troubling because we're losing uh, our free market system. And, of course, that's tied to losing a free uh, constitutional republic first. Uh, that, that happened first. We lost the ability to control ourselves politically. And so now the, the economy is in the hands of the status and the, and the far left. So I wish I could give you a little better news today. Uh, but pray and uh, the American people, all things are possible with God. And uh, so we can turn it around. But uh, everybody's going to have to take an active role. Absolutely. Right, and that, that was, I was going to ask you what needs to be done in order to reverse these bad trends. So if everybody has to do something, what do we need to do? Well, you got to take control of your government again so you can control your economy again, right? And so you've got to replace all your school board members. You've got to replace your, your county and city supervisors. You need to get your state delegates and, and senators lined up better. And then you got to get a Congress uh, member that, that is real, that doesn't just go up there and say all the right things ahead of time. But they it, put it this way. If, if your congressperson or state uh, legislator is not in trouble 24-7 in the newspaper, fire them. Right, because that means they're not doing anything. If the mainstream press isn't hounding your representative constantly and calling them names, you got the wrong member. Right? If you got a person that's doing the right thing with a conscience, they're going to be in hot water twenty four seven because they're representing you uh, and not the big corporate titans. And a lot of these newspapers, by the way, are funded by the CCP, right? By the Chinese Communist Party. They got ads and cutouts and sheets. Even the Wall Street Journal and the Washington Post in particular, and people don't have any idea of this, right, that the Chinese are funding a lot of the big corporations, a lot of the big media. Basically, you yeah, fire everybody. Get some real people with good conscience. You want a good, a good moral person. You know, skip all the fancy degrees and all this nonsense. Just get a person that you believe tells you the truth and is looking out for America. Absolutely, Dave. Mm, right. And Dave, U.S. Treasury is working now on introducing a global minimum corporate tax rate of 15%, which they say would generate $1 trillion. And also they say that would help finance new spending on infrastructure, education, and anti-poverty programs. Now, already there are exemptions on industries which are not going to be taxed at this corporate rate. And there is no valid reason for other countries to adopt this proposal. So instead of global corporate rate, and I feel like this is also coming from the perspective of colluding with some other countries, which would welcome 15%, especially corrupt governments around the world. So America is rather colluding with them in order to impose rate on certain industries instead of just introducing the flat tax rate, because the flat tax rate would keep it domestic with sovereignty just for the U.S., but it would allow to really raise revenue neutral, actually, a tax proposal, which would get the same amount of tax dollars and even more eventually, providing, let's say, generous exemptions for individuals, yet really raise funds from so big businesses that are monopolized in certain industries. Yeah, no, that's right. It follows on the uh, the remarks I made prior. And so this country was set up under a system that's called a 
federalism. And that means that most of the activity is supposed to be governed at the local level. And if you can't solve it there, you go to the state. And if you can't solve it there, then at the last resort, you go to the federal. Now they want to go beyond the federal to the global. Why is that? Because they don't want you at the table, right? They want global elites making all these calls. And of course, they want a huge tax for infrastructure. Uh, But then when you look at what's included in the infrastructure, right, it's a bunch of uh, left-wing propaganda items. And so I'm working with some African countries right now, and and I did my PhD way back then on on cross-country economic growth across all countries, trying to help the poorest of the poor. And my counsel to them is the same it is in the United States. When your economy, when you don't have a real economy that's growing, right, with capital investment, capital business investment is the number one cause of economic growth and therefore the number one cause of increasing human welfare. And so all this nonsense on infrastructure, if you don't have an engine, an economic engine that's running in the first place, there's no way you can afford infrastructure, right? So it's a chicken and egg problem. And the first thing you do is you make sure you have an economic engine that's running. You first of all have to have an economy, which we don't. So I'm against all of this nonsense because in my view, it's just an intellectual lie. It's putting more money and power in the hands of the elites. Uh, they're not concerned about your welfare at all. The clearest sign of that would be that they add tax rates that incentivize business capital. And proportionally, it has to be equal to small business as well as to big businesses. So uh, all this all this global corporate tax rates, I'm a no on everything anywhere near it. Congressman Brad would like to segue into the foreign policy arena. And this past week, we heard the fiery words of Xi Jinping of China, who on the 100th anniversary of the founding of the Chinese Communist Party, sent a chilling warning to the West. He stated that China would not be bullied. I'd like to quote what he said. We will never allow any foreign force to bully, oppress or subjugate us. Anyone who would attempt to do so will find themselves on a collision course with a great Great Wall of Steel forged by over 1.4 billion Chinese people, unquote. Now, the official Chinese translation into English left out this graphic reference to heads cracked and bleeding. And of course, we're all too aware of China's culpability in the spread of the COVID-19 virus, which originated in Wuhan. You have spoken very boldly with conviction about these concerns. And we know that China's committing genocide, targeting the 1 million Chinese Uyghurs, and also oppressing those that have religious beliefs. Congressman Dave Brandt, what are your thoughts in regard to how the Biden administration is addressing the China threat, and what should Americans do, citizens, local legislators at the state level, and governors do in standing up to China? Yeah, that's right. It's pretty simple. We need to just cut cut off China cold turkey. So at the individual level, you got to do everything you can within reason. You need to, especially the biggest number, the biggest impact you can make is, is shift your pension fund investments out of anything related to China. Right? That's where the big money, that's where the trillions of dollars are at the at, when you aggregate up all Americans and their pension funds, all your life savings for retirement. You add up that if Americans start shifting that, <laughs> China will get the message in five seconds. And they're still totally dependent on us. And so Xi Jinping, when he makes these you know, crazy statements about, you know, we don't tolerate bullies, I mean, the first thing you ought to do when you interpret anything out of China is just say the exact opposite to yourself, right? 
it's like a Freudian projection, right? Anything they're saying that we shouldn't do, they're doing it. That's why they're saying it. They're getting ready to attack. They already took over Hong Kong. Now they're going after Taiwan and they're trying to, you know, accumulate power across Africa and the Belt and Road Initiative and all that business. And so he, he's a bully. They're a totalitarian uh, regime. Uh, Americans have no sense of how spoiled and blessed we are simultaneously. Uh, we've lost all, all uh, ability to reason uh, about what China is really doing to their people, right? They live under a total totalitarian, autocratic surveillance state where every move they make, every financial transaction they make is monitored by the state. And if you do uh, something they don't like, you get a visit the next day. And uh, it's unbearable. It's soul-crushing. They're crushing religious uh, belief and faith. I think it's every American's moral duty to to shift as much of their consumption and investment away from China immediately. Uh, And if you control a firm or a small business, uh, start looking for your supply chains coming out of Africa. Go help Africa and and, uh, take your money out of China. Uh, and it's not the Chinese people, right? That we've got to make that clear. It's the Communist Party that's just a bunch of evildoers, and we need to put ultimate pressure on them to get them to correct. Uh, Dr. Brad, as Dean of the Liberty University School of Business in Lynchburg, Virginia, we have been certainly following your important work in Africa and other parts of the world. What are some of the new initiatives and efforts that you are undertaking at Liberty University that our listeners and those that are following us in the Midwest and the South should be aware about? Yeah, well, I'm glad you Thank you for asking. Sometimes I forget to wear my marketing hat, but we're having a CEO Summit at Liberty, August 10, 11, and 12. We got Ben Carson, John Maxwell, former CEO of Apple, a bunch of uh, venture capital and private equity folks, several African billionaires, uh, high net worth folks uh, to do business. We're going to be focusing on technology, national defense, cyber, 5G platforms. And uh, we welcome you if you're CEO, executive, uh, high-level leader. Check out our uh, website, uh, liberty.edu backslash summit. We had a China summit two years ago, Africa summit last April. Now we're doing a huge CEO uh, summit. We're expecting probably between 300 and 500 CEOs, business leaders, uh, major executives, uh, Christian leaders uh, to lead us off in faith and, and business and getting it right. And so we'd love to have you with us. Uh, Go check out that website. And uh, part of the rationale for having the CEO Summit is to uh, form networks in the fall. With We're going to have another African Summit. And uh, we're starting up basically a a Moral Voice for Africa platform uh, that may be hosted at uh, Liberty in the years to come. Uh, But we're friends with 10 heads of state now across all of Africa on the moral voice to help capital investment move to Africa, U.S. capital. They have opportunities. We have win-win opportunities. And so we need to start shifting our supply chains from China uh, to our good friends uh, that we have in Africa. And uh, we met with them uh, face-to-face last April, and it was just a true blessing. uh, We made tremendous uh, friendships that are going to last a lifetime. 
And so get get to Liberty University. we got great, exciting things going on here. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. We thank you so much for joining us on America's Roundtable. We are joined by Congressman David Bratt, who served the Commonwealth of Virginia's 7th District from 2014 to 2017. Uh, Dr. Bratt is the Dean of the Liberty University School of Business in Lynchburg, Virginia. And we also are very honored to have him serving on the International Leaders Summit's Executive Advisory Board. So check out their conference, their summit event taking place in August this year at Liberty University. Thank you so much, Dave, for joining us on America's Roundtable. Thank you, Dave. Hey, thank you. Thank you for your leadership. Keep it up. You guys do a great job. Thank you. Thank you, sir. This is America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., an initiative of the U.S.-based think tank International Leaders Summit in partnership with Lancer Broadcasting's two FM radio stations in Michigan and the Midwest and Supertalk Mississippi Media's 12 radio stations in the South. We thank you for joining us on America's Roundtable. I'm Joel Adinsami, your co-host, joined by Natasha Sardorj, economist and co-founder of the International Leaders Summit, and our distinguished guest host, Governor Phil Bryant. America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C. brings together leading voices from business, government, media, technology, and the public policy arena. Subscribe to America's Roundtable on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, and Fireside. Visit iLeadersSummit.org. iLeadersSummit.org.